right, we are back, and my last guest is Director Joseph Culp, and I just found out he's calling in from Paris. Good morning. <laughs> well, good good morning in my evening. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this good is going to be the shortest interview. Good night. <laughs> Bonne nuit. Uh, what time is Bonsoir. it there? Bonsoir. Oui, oui. What, what time is there? Is it there? Uh, what is it now? It's just, uh, it's almost 7 o'clock in the evening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank and, you. Uh, thanks so much for having me on. My pleasure. I heard about this film, and I screened it, and it's fantastic. Welcome to the men's group. How did this come about? So, Janine, it started um, several years ago, as, as all independent films do, because um, they take a while yes. to come to reality. Um, I spent many years, I would say, probably in the nearly 20 years, in men's groups, in what is commonly known as the men's movement of the last 30-plus years, which means uh, groups of men that get together and actually consciously try to get into uh, sharing their feelings, sharing their lives, and supporting each other. Um, it's a very uh, important kind of phenomenon, I think, uh, yes. in the last uh, 30-plus years. It was really inspired by feminism in many ways. Uh, for men to also find, you know, what what did they need to become empowered in a different way, which was, you know, to embrace their feelings, uh, to move out of the taboos that men have to be stoic, that we can't talk about our fears. And so I did that for many years. I was very passionate about it. And um, and a few years back, I finally said, well, you know, uh, I'm an actor and a filmmaker, and I've been making independent films. This is something really important to me. Could I make a film that would bring an audience inside this experience without it being just a typical Hollywood kind of satire? Sure. Like, really go in there. And not a documentary. I'm not a documentary filmmaker. I'm a storyteller. So... Um, Another guy in, in my group, also equally inspired, we, uh, who had a background um, in writing and theater, we, we started collaborating on a script. And so the idea was, as I said, to see what would happen if we could do a dramatic film about a men's group that really uh, took, took, you, took the audience into that experience and at the same time make it entertaining. Right. Which means it's not only is it... You know, serious issues, but it's also quite funny. Yes. Um, as men can be. So that's how it all started. It was really funny. Now, without giving too much away, would you want to share a little bit about it? Absolutely. Um, I'm happy to give it away so that people will be interested <laughs> to okay. see it because it's coming out on VOD uh, this week. Yes, November 9th. Um, it, it concerns, it's, it's, it's funny, the film is a bit of an experiment because the whole story actually takes place on one single morning in the life of this men's group, which is that they meet once a month. They're a kind of a, you know, colorful, slightly oddball group of guys, uh, more or less Los Angeles, California. We don't quite say where, but I think we know. Right. Um, and they all meet at this, this guy's house uh, to have their ritual breakfast, and then they sit down to in a circle uh, and pass the talking stick and begin to share. 
And on this particular day, um, things are going on in the lives of these guys that are, um, frankly, some of them are in crisis. They are, uh, events have happened in their lives where they are at the edge um, with their loved ones, with their finances, all the things that affect men today. And uh, basically the, the group, you know, triggers each other and things spin a bit out of control. The, what happens is essentially the star of the film is the group. Yes. You know, it's a wonderful cast. It sure is. The most amazing actors on the planet who are so committed to doing this film. Stephen Tobolowski, who you know from Groundhog Day and Californication and The Goldbergs, and right. he's one of the most recognizable character actors. Uh, Timothy Bottoms, who was a major star in the 70s with the Paper Chase and Last Picture Show, wonderful, one of the best performances of his career, I think, and a number of other wonderful actors. Um, and they, there's eight guys in this group, and they meet on this one morning, and things go a bit haywire, and the question <laughs> is, can it survive? You know, is this group, you know, are they able to do it? Can men today really sit with each other and share their real feelings authentically and not, you know, turn into violence, basically. Yes. And that's, yeah. that's, the, that's kind of the premise. Uh, it's also a real eye-opener for women. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah. One of the most pleasant surprises, I know when we wrote it, we were thinking, this will be wonderful. You know, women will finally get to see what, you know, behind the mask, what these guys, you know, feel like and what it's like to be in a group where, where they feel safe enough to talk and mm -hmm. where they're not pressured by our sexual relationships. And uh, we were wonderfully surprised in all the screenings we've done in festivals and various panel discussions. Women are, without a question, the biggest fans of the film. Oh, yes. More than, more than men in a certain way. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I think uh, women just feel like they're getting to be a fly on a wall. Um, nice. I think most women crave to hear more from men about, you know, what is really going on with them, meaning, you know, their, their, vul their vulnerability. Yes. Plain and simple. Definitely. You know, the vulnerability as men is something we still struggle with in this society, uh, in the world. It's still, you know, socially a bit unacceptable for us to be vulnerable. But women crave that. They crave it in their relationships. They crave it in their families. And this is a film where you see male vulnerability in, in, sure in, do. in about every possible layer you can. Yes. What was it like with the casting? Was this uh, cast in L.A.? Yeah. The film was uh, cast and made in Los Angeles. Um, it took uh, almost a year to find this cast. Uh, there are many reasons for that, which is that Hollywood is a notorious uh, machine where, you know, money talks, and an independent film doesn't have that kind of money. So you have to be a little more, um, you have to work harder to get the cast that you want. And each one of these actors, uh, who have, all of them have amazing credits, they were passionate about wanting to do this film, and that made me feel very um, gifted 
they were so committed. Believe me, they didn't do it for a big paycheck. Right. And yet they wanted to have this experience. On some level, they said, I want to, I want to have that experience of, of being with a group of guys and really getting into, you know, uh, getting under the skin. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they did. The only way we could have done it was with um, rehearsal which, again, is a bit unheard of uh, in Hollywood today. Nobody rehearses anymore. But most of these actors came from the theater. So they, we rehearsed it like a play, and we shot it very much like a, like a play, uh, where, where there, there could be these long takes where, where guys are really, the emotional ups and downs are all captured. So it's quite unique in that way. Yes. And the cinematographer did a great job. I was wondering if some of it was improvised. It just the the cast was phenomenal. The chemistry, the diversity, uh, mm. the, the storylines. I mean, some of it was hysterical when one guy was saying, "You know, yes, all these women want me," and you see the woman like sleeping, <laughs> next to him. and she just. Well, you that's know. part of part of what we did in the script was I with my writing partner. I said uh, Scott Ben Yashar, who's my producing and writing partner on this. Mm-hmm. Scott and I said, you know, the thing that's important is to see, in a way, what our thoughts are in men's groups, which is when you listen to a man talk, you know, uh, sometimes you feel he's telling the truth, and other times, you know, he may be stretching it a bit. <laughs> right. And we wanted to give equal weight to, like, when is it really true, and when is a guy, frankly, putting us on, or putting himself on? Yeah. And that's, we wanted to show that where a guy shares about his, let's say, his, his wonderful sexual prowess, and perhaps we see a glimpse of something that suggests otherwise. Exactly. Um, that was important, to kind of do these layers of men, because by the end of the film, I, I think you would agree, they, they all come to a, a place of real authenticity. Yes. You know, that is where they really hold each other to telling the truth. And that's part of, I guess, the message of the film, which is that, you know, if men can find a safe place to open up with each other, they will they will share their deepest truths. And there's something very mm, healing about that. Something very important about it. I think. Yes. I, I've often said, I, if there were more men's groups in the world, I think in the world, I, I think we would we wouldn't have war, basically. Well, it's uh, it's a powerful concept. Uh, one thing I do want to mention that struck me was the nonverbal reactions of the cast when somebody was perhaps yammering on too much and you could see mm. everybody kind of squirming and going, oh, oh like yeah. this again. <laughs> or somebody says, yeah. I try calling all of you and I want to do this more often, but you don't return my calls. <laughs> and, and it's so needy, you know? Oh, the needy man. You know, that character that you're referring to, he, he was in the original script. We, we had an archetype for each character, which means... You know, a guy that's not a caricature, but, you know, he's based on a certain type of guy. And that particular guy, is, his name was Needy Man, you know. There's <laughs> I another guy it. who I play who's like Mr. Sex, who's yeah. like, you know, he says that he's a sex addict and he's in recovery, but yeah. we're not so sure. Um, there's another guy who's, uh, you know, the comedy man who's always making a joke. Mm-hmm. And these are, these are archetypes that show up in all men and in men's groups. And what in our audiences, you know, men always recognize either someone that they know who's like that guy 
or or perhaps some part of themselves too. Sure. So we yeah. we're going to have to wrap up soon, but uh, tell me where people can find out more about the film. So and, welcome yeah. to the men's group uh, with Stephen Tobolowsky and uh, Timothy Bottoms. It comes out on VOD this week, Friday, mm-hmm. November nine. You'll see it on iTunes, Amazon, um, Google Play, a bunch of uh, cable net- networks that you know show new films. Um, It'll be kind of everywhere, and if uh, certainly just Google uh, men's group movie, welcome to the men's group, and you will uh, you'll find where you can where you can see it. Fantastic! So I did very put, exciting. I did put all the info on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Um, we have to wrap up soon, but was this uh, very cathartic putting this all together when it was all said and done? Oh, you know, that's the thing. When you finally decide to, um, you know, I've been an actor for many, many years. I, I played Don Draper's father on Mad Men. I was the first uh, Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four. I've done a lot of things. But as a filmmaker, you know, when nobody's really paying you to do it, you're looking for something artistic that is probably very cathartic. And yes. for me... Uh, this was personal in a lot of ways. It's not, it's not autobiographical in any way. It's a fictional film, but it's based on things I really care about. And, and I do care about men waking up and, and feeling safe enough to be who they really are. Yes. And so that was important to me. And so, yes, big catharsis for this film. And I, and I think if you see it, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll do both. You can cry and laugh and have a really great ride. I think it's great. Congratulations, by the way. Thank uh, you so much. I really appreciate that. My really pleasure. Do. My pleasure. And uh, let me know when you're ever in L.A. Um, this is a fantastic I'm, film. Congratulations. I will indeed. Thanks very much. Again, it's uh, Joseph Culp. And if you want to know more about me or the film, you can go to josephculp.com. Perfect. There's lots of info there. And are you permanently in France? Is that where you live? No, I, I'm here part-time. Okay. Um, I do a lot of workshops in, in Europe, uh, doing um, body empathy. But as a filmmaker and an actor, uh, that's, that's my Los Angeles home. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank yeah. you so much. We've got a wrap, uh, but I'll send a link out to this conversation, and you'll get it. We'll thank you, Janine. It. All right. really appreciate it. My pleasure. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Okay. Take care now. Bye Thanks. Bye. You too. Bye. That was Director Joseph Culp calling in, and if you missed any part of this, everything will be up on my show blog. And that is, one last time, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I've got to get out of here. Sheldon Abbott is standing by with Cure for the Blues. I'll be back here next week. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. (laughs) 